We got to meet our new intern today, Allison, for Win the Intern's Lunch, and realize that people from 2003 don't know much about 90s television. New, no, but she <laughs> gave it one heck of a try. She did. Plus, uh, about a misconnection about being in the drive through pickup land for the kiddos. Yep. Uh, Winstock game was fun. We yeah, also wh- got to hear the full lineup for Winstock. Uh, what else? Great happy hour today. Dang, man. We did a good job today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it. All right. Let's, let's, let's quit then. We'll hear it all right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. We are playing Win the Intern's Lunch with our brand new intern, Allison, who was born in the year 2003. Mm. And we're doing 90s TV show theme songs with her. I believe we have Jamie on the phone who is ready to play. Jamie, what are you up to? On my way to work. All right. It's a good thing to be doing today. How about we take care of that lunch for you, though? That'd be great. Mm. All right. Well, here's the deal. We played Jamie, our brand new intern, some 90s TV show theme songs. Keep in mind, she was born in 2003. Oh. And you just uh-huh. had... I, What's that? I I got a couple years on her. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Yes. All right. So <laughs> you just had to guess. Well, she know these TV show theme songs, okay? Okay. All right. Here's the first one that we played for her yesterday. When I wake up in the morning and the long gets out of water, I don't think I'll ever make it. Jamie, will she know that one? I doubt that one. You don't think I so? Don't now, you just got to get two out of three, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. All right, Allison, here is your first TV show theme song. What show is this from? What's that? No idea. Not even a clue? Not even Isn't a clue. Isn't this show still on? Uh, no, I mean, I'm sure in like syndication. I bet everybody listening knew by this part. And yeah. that's all they needed. If you, <laughs> if you know like, it, you knew it. Yeah. Like, yes, throw a 90s TV show theme song out. Or show, throw a 90s TV show out there. Saved by the Bell. Oh, my wow! God. That's it. <laughs> Off the deck. That was so good. Oh, snap. Good wow. for you. She got it, Jamie. That's a pull. I know. <laughs> that's all right, though. You're still in this, my friend. You just You still got a few chances to win. We played yeah. Jamie this song, or not Jamie, we played uh, Allison. Allison this song right here. Will she know what TV show that's from? No. All right, let's no, see. Won't. All right, Allison, you did good on that last one. What mm-hmm. song is this? What TV show is this from? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that one, I have no idea. Not even a clue. Not a clue. Wait, should we give her a hint? Just M- one hint. All right, MTV. This, this wasn't on MTV, was it? All right, I don't know it either. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's funny because when I hear this, it just brings back instant memories for me. Are you sure it's not MTV? Maybe it was. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. Brian Raleigh's shaking his head no. No, it wasn't MTV. Oh, that mic doesn't work, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't MTV. I think it was. Throw a, throw a 90s TV show out there. So I couldn't even list five, probably. So <laughs> that is from the OC. Never heard of it. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're doing good, Jamie. You got one on that. Now you just got to get this last one to win Allison's lunch. Okay. Yep. We played her this TV show theme song right here. I don't wanna wait for to be over. Well, she know that one. No, she won't. All right, here we go. Tell us, what TV show is this from? I don't want to wait for an eyes to be I have no 
never nine? heard that in my life. I had such high hopes after that first one yeah. that you pulled out. I thought for I sure you'd get... That one was pure luck. This one? I don't want to A hint. Okay. Since I'm so good at giving hints today. <laughs> Pacey. Pacey? Pacey. How about I think that's right. Brian Riley is giving me a, a wrong face. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> How about Vanderbeek? What? Van- I'm making is up that words. A name? Vanderbeek. <laughs> it's Dawson's Creek. Hey. <laughs> Have you ever even heard of Dawson's Creek? I think I've heard it from my parents, but Oh my god. Yeah, never never seen show? the show. I don't know what Pacey is. <laughs> She heard it from her parents. Ooh, that hurts. Ooh-wee. And by the way, Pacey was on the show. Thank you very much. All those shows made me think being a teenager would have been so much cooler than what it really was. Man. Like, I thought there was going to be all kinds of drama and nice cars and hot girls. and Lost standing around that. gas stations. <laughs> yeah, it was none of that. But, Jamie, you did it today. You won the intern's lunch. All right. Here's what's next with Kelly and Wood. That was fun. All right. We have, coming up next, a concert announcement. That's right. You've maybe heard of Winstock. Actually, we should probably do it right now because we're supposed to do it at 7.30. I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? Because I'm ready to go, too. Uh, you know. All right. Well, let's do it. We're breaking protocol a smidge here, but uh, we will do it right now. A major concert announcement in two seconds. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. With Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. And this one is right here out of central Minnesota. So, Sock Rapids Rice football team was taking on Sartell, right? And they mm-hmm. actually defeated Sartell 14-7. to So, I guess this is a big rivalry, these two schools. Oh, right yeah. Here. So, the cool thing is this, though, Wood. So, after Sock Rapids Rice defeats Sartell on the field, something happens that people are like, I've never seen anything like this before. Now, this is going to be a quick story, so I apologize for that. But the impact of it is huge. And I... I will tell you this, going to a high school football game, because my daughter's in marching band, and seeing these guys, it makes me wish that my kids would play a sport. Mm. I, I really do, because it does teach way, way more than just how to catch a ball. Without a doubt. And this is proof of that. So, after the game is over, the Sock Rabbits Rice football team goes into the stands and picks up all the trash that had been left behind by people that were there. Love it. For no, re- for no reason. The coach didn't even tell them to. They just decided on their own. They, they all huddled together after the game. They talked about what went right, what went wrong, did a little recap. And then after that was all over, they went up into the stands and cleaned them out. You know, you, you kind of mentioned it there. It's all about raising young men and women right. when it comes down to it. I, you know, Absolutely. I don't, I've told my kids, you are going to play a sport. I don't care what sport it is, yep. but you're going to play a sport because you learn accountability to others, yep. teamwork, all that stuff. And stuff like this shows you about, hey, there's other things going on here. Yep. Whether or not we win or lose, you got to go and you got to start raising good young men and women. What's up, Brian Riley? So I was at the game because I called it for Casey. Oh, you were? Okay, cool. And so when I was leaving, I saw him picking up, and I was so confused right away because I thought I was in Sock Rapids for a second mm-hmm. because they were picking it up. I'm like, wait, I'm in Sartell. Mm-hmm. And then all, and they were even on the Sartell side picking up the trash as well. Wow. Like where the student section was. And you could see him just grabbing and throwing stuff away. It, it was kind of cool when I was leaving. I was so confused yet. Yeah. Now looking back, I'm like, oh, that was amazing. That yeah. thing. And that's good leadership, too. Heck yeah. And it's and I'm not talking just about the coaches, which obviously deserve a ton of credit, but that's mom and dads, too. Right. That's a community coming together, showing things. And guess what? Like, Brian, you said, you saw it. I guarantee you some other little kids saw it. Yep. And that look up to high school football players. Heck yeah. And, okay, maybe I'm not going to throw the trash on the ground next time. 
Right. Maybe I hold on or to I it. I pick up some trash on my way out of the stands right. or whatever. Throw it away on my way out. It's it's just that little bit makes a massive difference. Yeah. And leaving things better than when you found it is really important. That's why I just, I love this story. Like, it just warmed my heart when I saw it. And just, man, they'll, they'll get you scared. Like, oh, the next generation is dumb. All they care about is TikTok. All, it, it, that's not true at not all. Not at all. Get out there in the real world and see it, and you'll see it's way better than you think it is. And if you know any of these youngsters or their parents, man, pass it on. That, hey, that was pretty cool. Maybe somebody's listening right now. You guys are the real one. Well, I, you, Why aren't you in school? You're late but, for school. But, <laughs> <laughs> you're late for homeroom, but uh, you're the real one. Yeah, I picked up, and I totally skipped school every morning. <laughs> that was actually detention. No, come on. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do you that. dare, sir. Not this. I love this story, and congratulations. Maybe the parents are listening. You guys got some amazing children out there. Love to see you. You're it. doing the right thing. And we'll do these stories every day, bruh. Come on. We got to. All thanks to Audio Video Extremes. This was your happy hour. Kevin Wood. My coworker is dangerous. That's what we have up today in the HR files as we are joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. So this was not even this doesn't person does not want to be on the air. I'm not using any names. And it came into the Killingwood Facebook page as a message. My coworker is dangerous. This is not a manufacturing work. We don't have any real safety rules around mm-hmm. here. But he is a younger guy. He thinks he's funny, and he's going to get someone hurt. I went to my boss. Spoke to them about this. They asked me, has anyone gotten hurt yet? I said no. They told me it's not a big deal. I feel like I am in the line of danger Mm -hmm. working around this person. Is there anything that Zen Zen can do to help this? Hurt me personally? Probably not. You're going to show up? Yeah, I'm going to show up with my inspector (laughs) belt on and everything. No, okay, so the boss's response of no one's gotten hurt yet, that's a pretty... Well, uh, my kids are are probably listening, so I can't say stupid. It's a bad word. Really? Yeah, it's a bad word in our house. You know we got little kids and stuff, but okay. So, uh, (laughs) Kelly, don't don't blurt that out. Anyways, uh, that is a really bad response as management. Generally, workplaces will have, like, a safety policy. Like, I guarantee you, like, our company doesn't have anything about safety in there. There is. Get the hell out of here. There would have to be something. It's it's in policies and procedures and safety. So policies and procedures. The word horseplay is in our handbook. Haven't you read your handbook? (laughs) But it's things like that. It's things like that. General behavior, horseplay, quote unquote. And then we do have a safety paragraph just around general safety practices in the office. It just sounds like this is something easy that the employer can just squash and just say, Hey, knock, knock it, it off. Knock it off Isn't it funny? The, the older I get, the more I realize how people are so unaware of the fact that they're not the only human being on earth. Like yeah. this situation right here, like this person's creating an unsafe work environment. Everybody around this person is probably unhappy and upset. Mm-hmm. But they just go on about their way. That's youth though, too. You know, there's part of that. Because I guarantee what what's the funniest workplace accident you ever seen? <laughs> accident? Yeah, or like injury. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this a, a few times. I when someone falls, I have a hard time not laughing. Right. That's funny. Now, once now I worked at a bunch of car dealerships there. Mm-hmm. And I if you don't know, car dealerships, like the parts and like the mechanic area, there's usually some hijinks. It's the wild, wild west. Yeah, I know. My dad worked in a, in a fleet operation for 45 years. I, I know plenty. And I saw two guys get into an argument that one guy could catch a tire iron blindfolded. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't want to be a spoiler. Yeah, he didn't. 
He couldn't. Yeah. And oh, it was man. hilarious. He got cracked right in the face. No, <laughs> he gets him in the face. Caught him right in the chest. Oh, boy. <laughs> and sure enough, he went down. We all laughed. Mm-hmm. And we all went about our separate ways. Now, mm-hmm. maybe did he take some bruised lung? Maybe. Oh, he probably got he probably got a little scuffed up on that one. I'm going to guess. I worked in the JCPenney's warehouse. I was like 18 years old, right? And so these guys like bet each other who could do the most pull-ups. So they raised the forks on the forklift up, yeah. and that was like their pull-up bar. And the one guy—I mean, that's got to be hard to hold on to. to it's flat to yeah. do pull-ups. And the one guy hit his forehead on the forklift thing and then fell back on his <laughs> back onto like the hard—I don't even know what that hard concrete. concrete yeah, floor, yeah. yeah. And he, but he didn't want to make, he didn't want to say anything, so he just went on about his work day. Dude's got a concussion. <laughs> with a bit of a, hit, bit of a hitch in his yeah. giddy up after that. How strong you got to be to give yourself a concussion with a pull up? <laughs> well, no, because he pulled he up, fell he on the hit concrete. his head on the fork, and that like hurt, so he like flinched back, oh. and then he fell on his back on the concrete. Now, wow. the only time I did get in trouble at work, it wasn't really an injury, but I did duct tape my. I bet another coworker that. If I were a Ninja Turtle, I could still bag groceries. Oh, my God. Because Ninja Turtles only have three fingers. Okay. So I did it, but I dropped a <laughs> bottle of wine that was like 25 bucks, and I got in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, that's funny. You deserved every... No. That's funny. Nah. That's, that's low, bro. Yeah. You know, that's 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 kind of... Catching kinda, a tire iron, that's funny. That, that's like, that's on <laughs> no, the same... Not catching a tire iron, it's funny. That's like on the same plane about this kid that we're talking about doing workplace pranks. Come on. Ninja Turtle hands. No one said anything to you? Like, hey, doofus. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of people, but they weren't involved in my bet. Did the person that you were bagging their groceries, did they look at you and wonder what was going on here? Why is this guy... Here's the thing. Do you ever really look at anyone's hands? Not often, especially if he's down there just... All the time, running. especially if they're touching my food. Hustling and just... And it wasn't... I mean, you, <laughs> boom, duct tape my fingers together and bam, I was just going at it. Huh. All right, well, did we help this person out at all? Or? I'm just bad. I can't believe you guys don't think that's funny. You know, you guys don't know comedy. <laughs> Idiots. You know, maybe open this up. To, I'm sure the texters will have something to say I'm about sure, what's hijinks. So. Uh, I'm, I'm undefeated in that. So what? what is the final thing? I would raise issue with you because me, the manager might not know any better. And if you have an HR person, go ahead and talk to the HR person. All right. So that's what I would do. All right, we'll see you next week. We'll do another round of the HR files where we try and answer your human resource questions. See you next week, Zaza. See ya. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. And this is now the most popular breakfast drink there is in the entire land, Wood. OJ! No. Coffee, fool. Oh. So coffee was discovered in the 9th century by a goat herder named Caldi, who found that his goats would start frolicking full of energy after eating a red fruit off of a shrub that was along his... Route, I guess he would take with his. <laughs> Do you have a route with goats? <laughs> I mean, you run them back and forth to town, from town, so on and so Fair forth. Fair enough. I don't know what you do as a goat herder, especially in the ninth century. But mm-hmm. anyway, he noticed that his goats would start getting hyperactive after eating this fruit off of this bush. And so he was like, Well, shoot, I'm a sheep herder. I'm tired all the time running up and down in these sandals. Maybe I can get some of these. So he tried the beans as well and was like, Whoa. Now, you can imagine eating a straight-up coffee bean. I don't even know what that would do to you. Pretty good jolt. Right. That would give you a little smack in the teeth. Especially if you've got, if you've, you know, haven't had any caffeine before. Right. There was a guy who went, uh, there was this doctor who went a year without any caffeine, and he said when he finally had caffeine today, for the first time, he was like, it was more powerful than any drug he had ever tried in his life. Yeesh. He was like, he felt like he was, like he had done a rail or something. (laughs) But... (laughs) Moving on from that, so 
this got now to the monks who started brewing it into a drink so it was more palpable as opposed to just eating a hard you yeah. know, coffee berry right off the thing. Breaking off your tooth. Well, then around the 16th century, it got into Persia, Egypt, Syria, Turkey, all those places. And by the 17th century, it made its way to Europe, which they finally dubbed the drink the bitter invention of Satan. Because they hadn't added sugar and cream and all that to it yet, and coffee can be a little bit bitter. So they took it to the Pope, and they said, we demand that you condemn this drink of Satan. Well, the Pope took a drink and loved it. So he said, I'm giving this Popal approval. El Diablo. So at that time, then, once the Pope approved it, everyone was like, well, let's get it on. Let's drink some coffee. At that point, it it replaced the preferred breakfast drinks at the time, which were? Tea? No. Orange juice? No. Beer and wine. Dang. People knocking back a beer and wine with breakfast back then. Productivity skyrocketed. (laughs) Right, but that's what I'm thinking. When I'm on vacation, sometimes I'll have a breakfast beer, and it just wipes me out for the rest of the day. Like, I can't even... I can't get off the blocks. Then again, you're not leaving the house and, you know, ducking raiders and malaria. And dragons. Yeah, you know. So So, we got it pretty easy. But it's amazing to think that at one point, coffee was considered to be evil. And now it's just, I mean, I don't drink. I can't stand coffee, but. I, I, I think you and I are like one of the very rare people who do morning radio that don't drink coffee. I don't right. drink coffee. What, uh, Brian doesn't either. No. See, and we're looked at as the weirdos. My, my wife is one of those people, too, that gets excited about coffee. Ugh. Like different blends in oh, different places. My and, wife has like a coffee bar in the house. Like if we go get Ethiopian coffee, it's it. I could take my wife for Ethiopian coffee for an anniversary gift, and that would be enough. What's Ethiopian coffee? It's like the best coffee. Ethiopia is actually where it started from. So Ethiopia is supposedly has the is best. the goat herder was? Yeah, the goat herder was in Ethiopia. Mm. Yeah. I, I thought like Colombia was like the Mac Daddy of coffee. Nah, it's Ethiopia, man. They just keep it on the hush. Okay. Juan Valdez is from Colombia. I think that's who you're thinking of. Could be. Is I that wonder- a real guy? I don't know. I wonder how hopped up that guy was after eating all that red fruit. Oh, man, can you imagine? Just scarfing it down like yeah. it was an apple. Yeah. He's running ahead of the sheep. <laughs> Follow me! <laughs> to freedom! Running up hills. What the hell's going on with <laughs> What is Caldi doing? Mm-hmm. Either way, it's amazing to think that this drink that went from most hated to most love is a part of our lives now. And uh, I found this interesting. I never knew this before. I think I brought it today. And I don't care if you don't like it. It doesn't actually matter at all. Because sometimes I have to look you in the eye as a man and say out loud that sometimes... <laughs> maybe it's just me. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Man, it sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to... Yes, that's where well, we're going to Tampa. Now, that's an important thing here, Kelly. Okay. Have you ever been or seen Tampa? I have not. Now, here's the deal. There is a massive bay there, Tampa Bay, right? Okay, I've heard of Tampa Bay, yes. There's bridges going over, but the bridges are literally like a mile long. Okay. All right? So, keep that in mind here, because we're talking 3 o'clock in the morning when officers see a car speeding on one of these bridges. Now, the speed limit is 55 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about going 65 or even 70. Just skirting the law a little bit. This moron was going 115 miles per hour. Good God. On the bridge. Now, as you can imagine, if you got into an accident on the bridge, that's a big problem. That's right? curtains, yeah. Well, so sure enough, authorities had plenty of time to go. 
she's going there. Let's go ahead and be waiting. And sure enough, Colleen Lloyd, 46 years of age, finally made her way to the other side of the bridge where she was stopped. When officers walked up to the car, they noticed stinks of booze. Yeah, come on now. So they asked her to get out of the car, and she was unsteady on her feet. They said, well, can we give you a quick breathalyzer? No problem, she says. That's where she scored a absurd .190. That'll get you there. That is more than twice the legal limit. Now, thankfully, she was quickly arrested and taken to jail. Thank goodness. Get this menace off the road. Now, where she belongs. Here's the problem. She knows all about this. She knows, like, when they pulled into the jail, she knew where to go, right? Okay. <laughs> she pretty much popped the door open. That's because this is her third DUI in the past 12 years. That's a lot of DWIs. Yeah. Well, Maybe time for her to lose her license. You would think, right? Yeah. But add on the speeding and everything, she's now Ooh. facing felony charges. Good. And by the way, her license has already been revoked. She just got it back in 20, uh, 2018. Oh, my God. She's lost it twice before. That's trash. Lock her up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some, Boy, we, we may crack a thousand here, Wood. Hey, get, get him ready. Bo- boys, get ready. We got a lot to do. We're going to start out with the things that I remember. So she had a .19, so she gets 190 points. I'm going to give 115 points for going 115 miles an hour. I got no problem with that. Especially now, on a bridge. What's the matter with you? Now, right. Now we got she was drunk. That's 75. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I'm trying to think of anything. I mean, obviously, there's some other stuff here. Uh, you know what? 115 isn't enough for driving that fast. Well, on I was going to say, you, you, you haven't given her points yet for being unsteady on your feet when the cops pull you out. 150 points. If you're not be able to stand up on yourself, what are you doing? That is just insane. To get behind the wheel like that? It's also her third DUI in 12 years. That's where she's going to get some points, mm-hmm. Wood. I'm going to give her 200 points for that right there. She was arrested. That's 75. Hey, can we have a few points for the fact that she has lost her driver's license? Two times? We absolutely can. That's trashy. I, I will give her 175 for that if that's cool with you. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I think that's everything we got on this one. That's it. Dang, we got close. I probably could have, I, you know, I probably could have massaged the points a little bit better and uh-uh. got us there. The points are the points. And we got it. It's, it's very official. That's right. But to, this is almost as close as you can get in the trash flash without getting to 1,000. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Our woman getting her license revoked three times, driving 115. Earns herself a whopping 980 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. All right, we got your tickets to go check out a Vikings game, and we will now test my NFL knowledge. I believe we have Emily on the phone with us right now. Emily, what are you up to this morning? I'm just relaxing at work. (laughs) Relaxing at work? Dang. What do you do for work? (laughs) I work at the post office. Okay. okay. Well, thank you for doing all that that's stuff. Right. You that's right. You deserve a break today. That's a hectic gig. <laughs> all right. Well, here's days. how this is going to work, Emily. Wood is going to ask me a question about the Minnesota Vikings. Or the NFL in general. Or the, okay. Or the NFL in general. But today's question is about the Minnesota Vikings. All thanks to Pepsi, we could be sending you to see the Vikings take on the L.A. Chargers, said it right that time, on September 24th, and get you qualified in for the grand prize, which is a sweet package for the 49ers game on Monday night. Football sound good? That sounds great. All right, so the question I'm going to ask Kelly Jordan is: Let's go. This year, the Minnesota Vikings are wearing a gigantic patch on the upper part of their jersey that says "Bud." Who is that for? Now, don't answer yet. Okay. Will Kelly Jordan get that question right or wrong, Emily? I think I'll get it wrong. 
You think no I'll get it wrong? Kid. All right, so let's see here. Kelly Jordan. The Minnesota Vikings are wearing a large patch this year that says Bud. Who is that patch for? I'm going to tell you a couple of things. I know this because I used to have a Minnesota Vikings pennant hanging in my bedroom when I was a child, and it had a picture of this gentleman on it, plus my favorite radio show of all time, which is now a podcast, which is called Garage Logic. They talk about this guy all the time. Okay. that's I don't know him from, I don't know if he was good or bad or whatever, but I know he's very beloved. You got to get the name right, though. And I believe that that patch that says Bud on it is for former Minnesota Vikings coach Bud Grant. That is correct. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Emily. I'm actually pretty surprised at that. <laughs> Emily, look, I always feel bad when someone doesn't win, but damn, it feels good to get it right. The good news is, Emily, you're not out of this. You need to start texting in the word Pepsi right now, and we will grab one of the texters to get them qualified in to go see the Vikings take on the Chargers on September 24th and for that big, sweet package to go see them take on the 49ers on Monday Night Football, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. With Kelly and Wood in the morning. Of course, this is Winstock going down June 14th and June 15th. And yes, we have tickets to give away here, all right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to start off with the Friday lineup, all right? We've got a. Uh, how about the return of Rocket Club? Absolutely love Rocket Club coming back. Chris Hockey and the crew, they just released a new album. They're going to be coming back. They're going to be followed by Tracy Lawrence. One speaker for some reason. That's all right. <laughs> now, they'll be, it'll be in stereo, though, at the concert, right? Oh, without a doubt. Also, headlining. That evening, how about a little Cole Swindell for you? I love Cole Swindell, man. I'm apple pie, this is my getting over her till I'm passed out. Drink a pie. love that. Cole Swindell's going to have that place just on oh, fire. And that's just Friday night, right? Yeah, Tiger Lily Gold's also going to be performing on Friday. Haley James as well. Turning our attention to Saturday, how about Sarah Evans nice. will be performing. And also, how about a little Russell Dickerson as well? Heck yeah. Following him, we're going to have ourselves a little John Party. many hits John Party had. Like when I was grabbing mm-hmm. these audio clips, I was like, holy cow, that dude has had a million hits. And there's a reason his last name's Party. That dude has an absolute blast on stage. Yeah, he does. That is one of those you're going to want to be there. And of course, wrapping everything up on Saturday, June 15th at Winstock 2024, Jason Aldean. going to be a banger right there, man. Oh, my man. God. I cannot wait. Winstock is so much fun. It is a great time. If you've never been, you have got to get in. Now, you and I have tickets to give away here. Yes, we do. We also have tickets to give away tomorrow and Friday as well. We do? 
Oh, yeah. Holy cow. I didn't know any of this. That's why I'm in charge, baby. That's, that is the truth, Come my brother. On. So should we get these away right now? I think we should. All right. So get on the phone right now. Your first, I mean, this has got to be the first tickets to Winstock, period. I mean, you, you, we literally just announced. And by the way, I think there's a few more artists that we can't announce just yet. There so are. There's going to be more coming. And they said they're big, but they won't tell us yet because we don't want to ruin it. They, we don't want us to ruin it. Well, and we would. We absolutely would. All right. So 320-656-9453. No matter where in our listening audience you are, that's that phone number will work. Call us up right now because we got your first shot at Winstock 2024 tickets. It's another day, another day. Wake up. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. And this has to be your first shot at 2024 Winstock tickets. We're giving them away right now. We just gave you the lineup. It is impressive. And we have Caden on the phone with us right now, ready to win. Caden, what are you up to, man? Just heading to the gym. Oh, yeah. Get that swall on. Get a pump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Caden, are you ready for your shot at winning the very first Winstock tickets for 2024? Yes, I'm going to try. All right. So here's the deal. We're only giving you five seconds, and I want three answers out of you. For instance, Kelly Jordan, name me three planets. Mars, Jupiter, Venus. Boom. Kelly Jordan's a winner. He's going yeah, to Winstock I'm going to Winstock. So... We're going to give you an opportunity here. You got five seconds. Kelly Jordan, are you ready? Fingers on the timer. Are we ready to answer this question here? Let's go. All right. In five seconds, give me three models, not makes, models of trucks. Uh, Ram F-150, uh, the 350, and uh, 4x4 Ford. Uh, Is that, I mean, I don't know. what you tell me, was that right? You kept rambling on. He said <laughs> ram right away. Then I right. had 1,500. Did he get 3,500 in time? He did. He's, a He's going to win stock, baby! Woo! You are are going to Winstock 2024, going down next June to see Jason Aldean, John Party, Cole Swindell, Tracy Lawrence, Rocket Club, and more. And of course, now you. No way. I'm so, I'm thrilled. Kelly and Wood. We got misconnections on the way next. That's where Wood scours the internet to find a couple who almost had love but didn't quite make it. So (laughs) we use the power of radio, see if we can't get them back together. Oh my. Now, Wood, you take a strong stance against Monopoly. Well, just... Not the game itself, just playing the game. Right. I hate it. <laughs> because? My family cheated against me, and it, it leads to a massive argument in my house every time we play. I always tell you, you should buy Monopoly Cheaters Edition. No. There is a Cheaters Edition. Well, you might want this one, all right? There's a new Monopoly game coming out strictly for the holidays. This is Christmas Vacation Monopoly. Of the movie. Of the movie, right. I'm so listening. The traditional property, property locations are going to be changed to stuff like Clark's Lighting Display, uh, Griswold Family Christmas Tree Site, Sledding Hill, you know, all these moments from the movie, uh, Uncle Eddie, or Cousin Eddie's RV, things of that nature. And then the pieces that you can be are uh, you can be a squirrel, you can be Snots the dog, okay, <laughs> you can be Marty Moose, you can be the eggnog glass. Uh, I think they actually sell those eggnog somewhere, too. They do because my brother has a set of four. Does he really? Yeah. That's awesome. You can be a chainsaw, you can be a film projector, and you can be a dry turkey on this one. Does it say what the boardwalk space is? It doesn't say on here. I wonder what that would be. It'd probably be, their, it'd probably be his lighting display. That would be like the house all lit up at Christmas. Because that's the most important thing. But this, this would honestly be cool just to have, even just leave it in the wrapper and put it out during the holidays, you know, like as a Christmas decoration. Uh, all right, look. It is September 13th. Yes. I'm willing to say this right here and now. Let's go. I would play this. What? 
Now, I am not guaranteeing you that I would not lose my temper during the game. Okay. And that there would be maybe some lifetime grudges held. But right. I would play this just for the fact of <laughs> I love that movie so much. So do I. That's why I brought this up. I thought two things. Well, one thing you love and one thing you hate colliding. Will it make you lukewarm about it at least? A positive and a negative make a positive. Is that how it works? I think so. All right. Mm-hmm. I thought two negatives made a positive. That's impossible. That makes no sense. All right. Well, either way it would. It'll be hitting store shelves soon. So be be on the lookout. And I wonder why I struggle with the math part in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no one is cheating. <laughs> No, he's just too stupid. He can't count. <laughs> All right, well, we got misconnections on the way next. And it, look, Kelly Jordan, this one actually comes after your heart a little bit. Okay. If you've ever been in the pickup line at school, well, oh man, ladies, keep your heads up. <laughs> These people are looking for love. Oh, yeah, we'll help them find it. Come on, it's misconnections with Kelly and Wood. Wood will now use the power of radio to see if he can thrust a couple people together who almost had a love connection, but didn't quite make it. This one's labeled simply, Hot Mom in the Pickup Line. Come on. Male for female. Let's go. I'm trying to get the hookup on a line of communication for the absolutely gorgeous, hot, blonde mom at... There's an elementary school name here that I'm not putting Don't put that out there. Smoke show. Full disclosure, I am not a parent of a kid, nor am I a teacher at this school. Okay. He explains. Just hanging out in line. I was there to pick up my nephew, and I was in the pickup line when I saw you. You were driving a big SUV Chevy. Yeah. And you were sneaking in a last-minute smoke before the kids (laughs) jumped in. Is that legal? You were arguing with someone on the phone, it looked like, and going off of the little stick figure family thing on your back window, I see Dad's no longer in the picture for you. He just scraped off of there, huh? Question mark, question mark. It's like a Facebook relationship status. I wanted to come back the next day and try my luck with you, but my sister said that I was being a creeper and that I shouldn't go to a school where I don't have a kid and she wasn't going to, and this is in quotes, pimp out her kid there's only one pimp in this story my sister kind of sucks but i love her anyways (laughs) if this was you or you know who this single mom is i am very interested in speaking with you fantastic oh now i wonder if there was a spot for dad on the back of the car and stick figures and she just went and ripped it off ripped it right off or was he never there that's a question we need to ask what if like, it actually just like, came off in the car wash? <laughs> like, I was just shooting his shot. Is it legal to smoke in your car on school grounds? I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things that you're probably not supposed to, but... Right. But you got to get that smoke in. Yeah, I mean... It's better than being cranky when the kids get in the car. And it's better than doing it with the kids in the car. True that, my friend. Yeah. Would you've done all you can do to make a love connection here. Oh, my. Will it be successful? Only time will tell. Fingers crossed. But I know you'll have another one for us tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Next week. (laughs) That's too much. (laughs) Yeah. That would be icky. Mm. When we do another missed connection. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the morning. We tack it on to the end of the podcast. A couple of things we got to today. Uh, The shed slash cabin is still in my neighbor's backyard. You eat like a four-year-old. I eat like a four-year-old. And you are superstitious. I had to find out some black magic this morning. That's right. We We covered a lot of ground, man. It's our bonus track. It's our first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. 
Here we are, Wood, back to do it again, man. Yeah! For some reason, our key fobs keep working. Mm -hmm. Much to their dismay. Well, I mean, it shouldn't be their dismay. They're the ones who set it up. That's true. Yeah. I guess they could shut her down at any time if they wanted to. Allegedly. We made it to hum day. I've been blessed with an amazing gift today, Wood. And it's not just getting to sit in a room with you. Is that cabin gone in your backyard? No, the cabin is there, but I did call the city yesterday. Ah, Take it to the streets! And I said, look, brah. Mm. You got to help me out, man. I don't know if that's exactly. You must <laughs> no. like, oh, please God. But I did tell him. I said, "Look, man, I can almost guarantee you someone's going to end up living in this thing. Mm-hmm. They got thirty foster children living in this house. Someone's going to end up living in this in this shed, spreading it out a little. Yeah, bit. I guarantee you. But so the the wheels of justice are in motion. Okay, all right. But uh, we'll see what happens. The guy even told me he was like straight up. He was like, if it's that big, they're going to go to court and fight it. He was like, because they... they Obviously spent a little money on it. Yeah, they dry, there has to be a $20,000 building that they put on their back property. I'm not even exaggerating, dude. It's got like a nice porch on it and windows. And if you had a lake... Say you had a lake property mm-hmm. and you're like, I just I need a, just a little place to stay on the lake. A shanty, if you will. This wouldn't even be the worst cabin on the lake. That's how nice this thing is they dropped in their backyard. If you don't know, I brought this up yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I have neighbors who I, I... Look, hate is a strong word. Wow. But as my son says, I feel like I'm using it in the right context right now. Okay. I hate these people. Mm-hmm. They, they've destroyed what the, our nice little neighbor. Well, it was never a nice neighborhood. I was going to say, that the people blowing up safes in their front yard? It's always been a little on the trashy side, but they upped the ante to a level I can't stand. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. The wheels of justice are in motion. The guy with the city, I got to give him credit. He was super friendly, super helpful. And he was like, they're going to fight this thing, so don't expect it to be gone tomorrow. And he's like, if it's under 200 square feet, technically they can have it. But the sun hit the roof, the metal roof on that thing yesterday, and it is angled at a perfect 45 degrees. It's going to set my house on fire. Ricochet like directly into your yeah. eyeballs? Like I looked outside and then, then like every time I blinked for like the next hour, that was all I could see. It like burned my rods and cones. I love those people. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> like when they're out in their yard, like I, I, I wish bad things on them. And I oh, don't, whoa, hey, I don't want to be that. I don't, I, I'm a nice guy. I am a very nice guy until it's time to not be nice. You don't want to be sticking your toe in that karma. I don't at all. I don't at all. And I pray about it. Every Mm -hmm. time I have a bad thought, I'm like, Lord Jesus, please take this thought from me. Hit them knees. But you don't understand the gift that I've been given. What's that? It's not just I get to look at you this morning. I keep thinking it's Tuesday. And it's Wednesday. That is a solid one. That is a that is a gift. Mm-hmm. And so, like all morning long, I'm like, okay, it's Tuesday. We got to do this. I'm like, wait, it's Wednesday. Wait a second. Seriously, that doesn't happen. Not usually. You get it the other way, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just so let them have their shed. Let them have their shanty in the backyard. You're flying high, right? Mm-hmm. You ain't nobody gonna break my stride. Flap them wings. <laughs> uh, we can get the show started if you're ready. Probably should. Let me uh, just hit this button right here. What? It was good up until the end. Yeah, well, that's often. By the way, uh, Corey texted and Kelly, you sound like the neighborhood Karen. I'm not the neighborhood Karen at all. I let so much stuff slide. Yeah. I don't, I don't let, I don't report any. They've had bonfires that have been at least 15 feet in the air. And they're burning like, they're burning like kitchen Mattresses. cabinets. Mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm so, and I let that slide. I don't, and it's, it's yeah! the flames are literally licking my fence mm-hmm. and I let it slide. Let it slide. On the weekends that are partying until 2 a.m. sometimes, I let it slide. Are you dancing in the kitchen? But here's the thing. I'm never going to be able to sell my home with this thing sitting in the backyard. And I was trying yesterday to accept it. Like, oh, maybe it makes it feel like a quaint little farm village back here. Ah, Farmville. It doesn't, though. No. It just feels super trashy. Like my neighbors just built a second home on their property. 
I'm not going to lie to you. The picture you sent me, that bad boy looks like it's got a second floor in it. <laughs> it's, it's a gorgeous shed. Yeah. I should post a picture on the Kelly and Wood Facebook page. Put it out there. Yeah. I'll, I'll post that picture and you, everybody can see my woes. <gasps> oh, my Wouldn't, God. It's may so I, big. May I bring something to the table? Please. I think we can all agree. I'm a quirky individual. There's plenty of things to dislike about me. Correct. My wife has brought up yet another thing. She hates that I eat salad out of her big stainless steel mixing bowl. Which makes no sense. But I do that because then I can toss the salad. Yes. And plus then you don't have to do more dishes. Right. And it's just like, you know how salads are always flipping up out of the bowl? Yeah. Uh, Not me. Well, I mean, slow down, man. I mean, (laughs) I'm I'm hungry by the time dinner rolls around. I put in a full full day. All right. So she hates that I eat. These are two things my wife hates about the way I eat. Hmm. That I use her mixing bowl for my salad. Mr. Kelly. And then yesterday... I think maybe she was tired because she started a new job, and it finally just, it was the final straw. Oh. So when I- Tuesday broke her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, two days of a new job. That was it. I, whenever I have meat, be it pork chop, chicken, steak, I like to cut my meat before I put it on my plate. So- like like on Sunday, we did pork chops, right? Okay. So I cut mine into small cubes and then put it on my plate and put my salad on my plate and commence to eat dinner. She didn't say nothing on Sunday, so I didn't know that this was a point of contention in our home. Okay. Yesterday, I made perfect chicken breast. I mean, it was... You know that you know when that chicken breast is just like juicy and perfect? All right. And, and it doesn't happen every time. Chicken is a fickle mistress. That's true. And I cut it up into cubes, put it on my plate with a little bit of quinoa, some kale, you know, super healthy dinner. Uh, go on. <laughs> and she goes, I can't stand that you do that. And I was like, what? Eat? What, do you want me to die? You, you want that million-dollar life insurance policy, don't you? Sustenance. <laughs> she goes, why do you cut your meat up like a little child before you go sit at the dinner table? I'm like, you know why? Because now I can put two things on one plate. I don't need all of this room for cutting up my meat and everything else. My meat's already cut. Mm-hmm. So I can sit at the table, pour, poke a piece of chicken, dip it in the kale and quinoa, and eat. And everybody else is sitting there. Slicing up, and then I can use a paper plate because I don't have to bring any sharp utensils into the mix. Uh huh. So I love. So I've been doing it forever. Steak, same thing. My steak, I cube it up. That way, I can. That way, I can just get right to eating. Do you believe you're at a hibachi? No, not at all. But she was like, "You eat like a little child." I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm on your wife's side here. Why? Why am I not allowed to cut my meat before I sit down? What is the difference? I mean, you tell al- me what the difference is. You're allowed. It's just incredibly odd. I, I find it more enjoyable because then I don't have the anxiety of having to cut my meat at the table. The anxiety? What kind of pressure-packed dinners are you guys... Do you gong someone off? Because am I am I cutting with the grain, against the grain, then I'm sitting at the table trying to figure out where the grain is on it? This way, I got a nice big... Sh- and maybe the knife isn't sharp enough at the table, so you're having to slice it a lot. That, buy better knives, man. This way, I got a huge, big old knife. I can check the grain on it. And I can sit down and commence to eat. Okay. Is that, I, again, I, is that annoying? In the world of Kelly Jordan, we're not even in like the top <laughs> 1,000 of annoying things that you do do. So I don't know if I'm going How at you, you, but it is I. But look, you're getting backed up. Uh, Carrie texts in, I do that too, Kelly. I cut up everything before it goes on my plate. I Tabitha, love- I do the same thing. It makes eating way more enjoyable for me. And like I said, then I can use a paper plate. I don't have to worry about cutting through it. 
Brian, Kelly, you're a freak. I haven't done that since I was a toddler. <laughs> okay. So we got a little from column A, a little from column B. Because like I did that last night for Murphy, we had some leftover ribs. Right. Murphy is what? My seven. daughter. Seven years old. Though. Six, I believe. Okay. So yeah, I cut it off for her. Yeah. Dude, I, I No, no. Kelly says annoying Kelly. There's a lot of weird things you do, but that is up there. Okay, well then, hey, I stand corrected, and my wife has never once listened to this radio show, but if she did, I would gladly tell her she was right then. <laughs> Mr. Kitty, I did not. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, I, honestly, like I'm trying to see it through your point, and there actually are some sides where I'm like, all right, maybe I could see it. Right, it's easier. It's just easier eating. I'm all about convenience and speed. Okay. Well, slow down and enjoy yourself a meal once in a while, man. I ain't got time, man. I got side hustles to do. I got cabins to report to the city. My life is a mess. <laughs> you got to go around your neighborhood and see who else you can snitch on? <laughs> yeah. I'm, the only, I'm a one-man neighborhood watch. Yes. Like, oh, that shrub is a little too close to the driveway. Uh, Charlie texted in, quoting the great philosopher that is Little Wayne, says, it's my cup. Don't worry about what's in my cup. Oh! Okay. Well, there you go. That's a little Wayne quote. I, I don't know. I mean, Socrates, little Wayne, they often get confused for each other on a Wednesday after all. Yes. Want to remind everybody. Right. A Wednesday. I thought all morning it was Tuesday, which is just the best gift you could possibly give, be given by the universe. Now, I want to ask you something. Come on. Something happened to me on my way into work today that's got me a tad uneased. Let's go. I am a superstitious person. Yes, you are. Very stitious. Not a little stitious. Superstitious. 100 and as I was coming in, there's a road, a main road that's, you know, a couple of four, what, four lanes wide, and a cat ran across. Okay. Now, from what You didn't I, hit it, did you? No, I did not. Okay. But what, from what I could see, it looked to be an all-black cat. Okay. And now you're worried about the rest of your day. I almost slammed on my brakes and made a left turn at the light. So it couldn't cross fully in front of you? So I would not cross behind it. Now. Okay. I didn't, though. Because, you know, you don't want to be driving like a jack wagon at, you know, 4 a.m. Right. Cop, you pull you over. Yeah, they'll think you're drunk. Right. And I just continued on and then walked into work. It's still on the back of my mind of... You didn't fall down the steps or anything like no, that on the and, way in? and... I don't think like all of a sudden, you know, a safe is going to drop on me or something. Right. I am, though, one of those people that do find, like, I won't walk under a ladder. I do avoid. Now, but I had a black cat when I was a little kid. Ah, that explains it. Could be. Maybe it does. I I am one of those people, though. But I'm looking for someone to tell me that maybe because I was in my car, it doesn't count. That I didn't walk over it. That I rolled over it on rubber or something. Kind of like picking your nose in the car. Whatever's happening on the outside doesn't matter. Nope. That is, <laughs> is go knuckle deep. Nope, that, that, that's not true. I, I, I'm not a part of that. But I'm wondering, like, you know, you can drive through electrified water if you're, you're in your car because of the rubber or something like that, I right? I don't know about that one. Neither do I, but I'm just, I'm looking for anything here to shake the bad Mugumbo that I could have on my soul because of said black cat. Yeah, it, I, okay, the black cat one doesn't get me. Walking under a ladder, though, like you said, I won't do that. Mm-hmm. I'll try not to step on a crack if I see one coming up. Same here. Don't want to break my mom's back. She has enough health problems as it is. When we walk in to, like, again, when I walk through, like, the, the sidewalk and everything in our back alley that we have to come in through, uh-huh. there's a lot of cracks. I avoid every single one of them. Right. In baseball, you don't step on the line. I do all of these things. I do what I can 
to keep this soul clean. Right. So now, well, here's the thing, though. Is it a self-fulfilling prophecy that when now a black cat crosses your path and now you're just going to look for the bad things today? That could be it. Where you, you know, oh, I've never seen a purple car. All of a sudden, you see four purple cars on your way. Yep. So it may be that, that now you're just going to be on the lookout for bad things happening. So almost, And in reality, nothing bad's really happening any outside of your normal bad luck. I need to triple down on my positive vibes. If you can't, can you do that? It's going to be tough because I am all about positive vibes. <laughs> yes. Positive that's, vibes only. That's the word on you. And then when things do go away, uh, you know, a tad awry, I lash yeah. out. Everybody around this building says that would. He is a positive one. Are you saying? Are you just saying I'm not? I don't. Yes, you are. You're positive. Until things go wrong and then I start blaming people. Right. I fully admit that. And you explode. When, when something goes wrong, you explode. But what happens? You, you, you fizzle out. Boom. Yeah. I get real hot real quick. And yeah. then that's why that's why when I see you blow up, I just click, click, click. I just yeah. do my little work over here. I'm like, all right, he'll he'll burn out of this in no time. You just mind your own business. Keep yeah. your head down, because if you pop up, yeah, I'll take your head right. off. It's like when a tornado's coming, you get to the lowest point mm-hmm. and let it blow over. And then what happens? We rebuild upon yeah. the new earth. You come back out. You survey the destruction. You know, I put back up whatever lights you knocked down or whatever you punched off the wall. A little cleanup. A <laughs> yeah. little cleanup. And we get right back to doing what we do. I like to call it in my house, I'm doing a little dust. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you flip a few tables. Hey, that yeah. need to be clean underneath there anyways. Your family, your family must just live in like a constant state of readiness. There's some eggshells. For dad to blow up, especially like on a football Sunday, Monday, or Thursday. My... Now, but that, that that didn't happen in my house. The Browns won. As we know, the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl. Right. Ohio State won. It was a good weekend. The gambling was okay. We're fine. <laughs> Everyone's happy. But, but it's like a volcano. It's like, that, it's like that volcano in Yellowstone that will kill us all if it erupts. That'll just wipe out the earth. That's what you are. Yellowstone? Yeah. Is that the... Is that the the well, is volcano? It, don't they say Yellowstone, if that does erupt, we're all cooked anyways? Oh, yeah, it's done. It, it's done. Which I don't believe. I do. Can and I we just put a lid on it? I've always thought, why can't we just drill into it and relieve some pressure? Like with you. Mm-hmm. Just slight yeah. pressure just little, releases. Little parking ticket here. Just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, just something there. Or put like a giant tube over it. So if it does, just rocket it into right. the atmosphere. It, it seems like we have a, a lot of smart people in the United States. Couldn't we just put some vents in it? So it's just not so pressurized. Seems it. We can drill miles into the earth. Why can't we do it right there? Or is it like one of those things, like if we do that, we could actually send it off and then kaboomy. Just do a, a tiny, just a tiny pinhole just to relieve some pressure. You want to talk about pressure. If that, like we actually did this and there's that guy who's like, all right, well, I guess this is on you know, me. And if this all goes wrong, sorry. Can you imagine? What if they, what if, I just saw Jim Carrey talking about this. Jim Carrey was in Hawaii when they got that missile warning. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I now know what the last 10 minutes of my life are going to feel like. Like, if I know I'm going to die. Because everybody in Hawaii thought they thought were going to die. It. And he said he was on the phone with his assistant at the time. The alarm started going off that a missile was headed towards Hawaii. Right. And he said that he just kind of sat there and thought, huh, so this is how it ends. He was like, I wasn't panicked. I wasn't worried. I wasn't scared. What are you going to do? Yeah. Right. And he was like, I just kind of sat there on my bed. And he was like, I'm just going to close my eyes so I don't see it coming. You know my conspiracy theory on that, right? What? Because they said that was put off 
on accident. Right. Like, well, the funny thing about that is like, is it just, is it that willy nilly of an operation? That's that what someone I like buy. leaned against the button and just hit it. And that's what I can't, that's what I can't buy. Like I, I there's got to be so many fail safes. Like, you know, two de- separate people have to insert a right. key and turn like you it. You got to call the president and be like, Hey, I think there was an actual missile and we have some uh, ungodly sophisticated anti-missile system that like shot it down instantly and they uh-huh. don't want the world to know that we have that so they said oh yeah nope our fault and then we probably told north korea you do that again we're turning you guys into a desert that's a hell of a theory can we talk about the flat earth now now the, fa- <laughs> the fact that i said on the radio all of a sudden they're gonna no, they're coming for you next bro by the way everyone's coming at me here for the black hat uh devin said dead man walking thank you so much devin see <laughs> hey, man would you are weird how dare you i'm in the studio with this guy mary beth thank you so much I appreciate you doing this for me. What Mary Beth say? says, I can't tell you how many black cats have crossed in front of my path. I drive a truck 11 years, not been in an accident. I hey. wouldn't worry about it. Uh, by the way, uh, real quick, Mary Beth, for you and me. Knock, knock on, on wood. wood. And Rebecca says, never mind. No, it crossed your path. You didn't cross its path. Oh, I didn't know that, that was the stipulation. It ha- she says, you have to cross back across your path. Okay, well then good. All right. Then we're good. And maybe that's why me and TC... My black cat, when I was growing up, never had a problem. TC, by the way, stood for the cat. It's good. Feed the cat. Makes sense, man, when you right. think about it. It's hilarious. Uh, should we do some history? <laughs> Just get to it. <laughs> I tell you, there's a little pressure release right there. Uh, yeah, see? You're like that volcano in Yellowstone. I just got to relieve a little pressure every once in a while. Gonna blast! You're like that pressure cooker where my dad uh, welded the safety valve shut on it and mm-hmm. it exploded on our kitchen f- uh, stove one time. We had this pressure cooker, and for some reason, my dad welded the safety on it shut. It seems like it defeats the safety purpose. Right. Yeah. And so the thing was on our, and this is an old school one that had like the big weight on the top of it that would just sit on the stove all day and just, oof. And one time, boom, and it was roast all over the kitchen ceiling. Well, yeah, your dad turned a pot roast into a pipe bomb. It was a bomb. Like, we're lucky to be alive. But that's you. Like, I just got to, and just let that thing cook a little bit. All right, well, let's do some history here. It was on this day back in 1985. Hey. God, talk about the anthem of my childhood. Oh, my gosh, I know. I remember the first time I saw someone play this game. It was my cousin Tara on their floor model television. You remember those? Mm-hmm. Like a big old piece of furniture. And I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. So me and my brother saved up our money and bought a Nintendo. Oh, yeah. And I try to tell my kids, you know, hey, we didn't have continues back in the day. No. So if you were going to bed and you were doing really well, you paused it, turned off the TV and left yeah. it on all night. <laughs> It'd be hot the next oh, day. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that, too. Like, my my wife was like, well, why do you get upset with our son playing so many video games? You did the same thing as a kid. But like, yeah, ours got boring after a while. Mm-hmm. Like, these games go on and on and on. For There's never an end to it. It's another world. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm trying to be a little more relaxed on that. But uh, it was on this day all the way back in 1986. You all remember what to do whenever anyone says a secret word, right? Scream! Right! For the rest of the day, whenever anyone says a secret word... Scream real loud! Pee Wee Herman, Pee Wee's Playhouse, uh, debuted on this day back in 1986 on CBS. Uh, they just announced his cause of death the other day. What was it? Uh, he died from a leukemia. No, it was like a blood and bone cancer or oh something my gosh. like that. Yeah, it was sad to see. And he kept that private. Yeah. I mean, he he I kept know. that under the lid and then he just kind of passed away. And 
I bet me still 70 years, some ups and downs in his career for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Pee Wee Herman, what a genius character that was, though, to create this, you know. And you want to talk about one of the greatest surprise scene stealers in a movie, him and Blow. Oh, man, 100%. You're just like, is that, is that Pee Wee Herman? I know. Uh, and then uh, on this day in 2009. Yo, Taylor, I, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. Kanye West interrupted Taylor Swift's acceptance speech for Best Female Video at the MTV Music Awards. And I guess last night was the VMAs, according to all of our prep sites here. Uh, it was, and my wife and daughter watched it because they are becoming almost unhealthy fans of Taylor Swift. Oh, she had a big deal in there? It's, it's Yeah, she won a bunch of awards. She won, like, Female Artist of the Year or something wow. like that. Which, Good luck for anyone else. Right, big surprise there. Uh, let's do some birthdays real quick, Wood. All right. Celebrating a birthday today. I woke up on the wrong side of the truck. I love this song. I like when it turns into almost a hard rock song it at the end. It definitely turns into a hard rock song. The song and I jams. think it's actually being played on rock radio, too. Is it really? I think so, yeah. I heard Jelly Roll being played on uh, alternative radio yesterday. It's real. There's, you know, this happens, right? You, yeah. Everything kind of becomes crossover at some yeah. point in time. But uh, Hardy, it's his birthday today. He's not, He's a younger fella. I'm going to say he's 31 today. Ah, uh, you're close. <laughs> he's the ripe old age of 33. I've been awfully... i got to lock it up. Come on, yeah. focus. Yeah, you're not paying attention. That's mm-hmm. a problem. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today... Can you just tell me who you are? I'm Chris Hansen. And this is an investigation. Why don't they bring back this show to well, catch a predator? By the way, Chris Hansen, in my book, hero. Right. Hero. How many perverts did that guy get off the street? Heck yeah, dude. No lie. No, not even joking. And then, of course, they got rid of the show after there was an unfortunate incident where someone like escaped the police at the scene, then went home and unfortunately took his life. But okay, guy was a pervert. Can, can I say something? Was that really that unfortunate well, for a pervert like that to take his own life? Well, I mean, you know, I'm not rooting for anyone to die, but well, no, of you're course right. Not. I mean, if, like, do is there to harm kids? Yeah, and right. I wouldn't say this about somebody who was out there doing charity work. I'm saying it about a guy who showed up to do what he. Oh, hell no. Me, I'm not gonna lie to you. Me and the boys used to circle around the TV when Dateline was coming on. Oh yeah, and there was nothing like the giddy excitement I had when those perverts were going to try to leave the house and think that they were going to make a clean break for it. And instantly got jumped by nine cops waiting outside. Yeah, it was. The, oh, especially if they got tased. This the, yeah! this one I grabbed the audio from this morning was the guy eating pizza. Oh, oh man, I just I wanted to I wanted to punch that guy through the computer screen. I give Chris Hansen credit for not punching these people right. in the neck. Right, but he's gonna be. I'm gonna say he's. Oh, I forgot what we were talking about. He's gonna be like six, 61. Uh, no, he's a little bit older than that, really? actually. Yeah, Chris Hansen is the ripe old age of 64 today. Dude looks like a just a perfect cutout of what you would expect a news guy to be. And I think that, like, I think to catch a predator was just like you said, that was just like a special thing they would do on Dateline every once in a while. And, and then, then it I, became like its own monster. Right, it became its own thing. And it was it was like an advocacy group that was setting it up, setting these people up, and then said, hey, do you want to put these people? Hell yeah, let's put them on blast. Let's yep. know who these people are because they're creeps. Yeah. Some of the stuff that they were doing, hell yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> but no, now we can't offend. We're not a political show. No, we're not a started. political show. Well, this really has nothing to do with politics. All right, uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 